Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic apologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself. And they've expanded way beyond underwear too. And with their love at first wear guarantee, you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit. Discover your inner Tomboy. Let me get you started with my special discount. Go to Tomboy X under the code Stephanie to get an extra 20% off. That's an extra 20% off when you enter Stephanie at TomboyX.com. That's Tomboy TomboyX.com. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. <laughs> On the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Ooh, baby. <laughs> the Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. Frangela. The Final it's so sexy up in here you know what since we've become part of the sexy liberal uh podcast network i have noticed that there's been an increase of us being sexy by 68 percent wow really 68 percent well then we're maybe want to tone it down i think we may be breaking some law well the sound barriers for sure We are so excited to be here. We want to. We're so excited for our new home, uh, where our po- where you're receiving this podcast, which is the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, with Stephanie Miller, Bob Seska, Rude Pundit, John Fugel saying, Randy Rhodes, us, us. Oh my goodness! And there will be more, and there will be many, 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 many more. And we're just so excited that Stephanie Miller and the gang over there. Um, put this together, put together this podcast for us liberals. So please, 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 if you have a moment, tell a friend. That's right. Tell a friend to 
come over to the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and um, and take a listen to some podcasts. Right, and you can still get this podcast and all of these podcasts for free wherever you get your pe- podcasts. Yes. Um, but, you know, like it, review it, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Get, and check out the other podcasts as they become available. There'll be more every week. Yes. You know, um, I think we're like, Bob Siska's doing like a couple, two or three days, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 like yeah. Days. So, you know, definitely check it out and, and spread the love around because this is how we build a movement Absolutely. and get back our voice in this area. Absolutely, because if you've heard us say it, we've said it a thousand and one times, you know, uh, liberal media has been gutted. Yep. In terms of radio especially, conservatives have come along and just gotten rid of us as if we don't exist. And so the fact that this is here and we have it, if we can do every if we can do everything we can to promote it and make sure that it thrives. Thank you. That's right. You never, you don't want to miss Mama's happy hour. No, you don't. No, you do not. Nothing feels right if you do that. You know what? But I'm not going to miss. Hmm. I'm not going to miss Bar going down, Angela. And you, I have said it. I've said it on Stephanie Miller, and I'm going to say it on this podcast. Bar is going to go down for that four page uh, report he did. I just, first, I have two feelings. One Hmm. is, I don't care. Because these people, I cannot for one minute, anybody who joins, willingly joined this administration, deserves every bit of pain, suffering, that they have that they are in office to inflict on the rest of us. Yeah. Um, and so I don't care about him or his reputation or this. You know, it's weird. People always talk about these are people who are really respected. And I'm like, to me, it's uh, by who? You yeah. guys? Like, I don't, you know, why, why do I, why would I respect him? I don't, you know, so it's this weird deference all yeah. the time to people who've been in these government positions or in the past for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just because they didn't get fired before doesn't mean they were great. You know, like, I just, I don't get it. Well, but I, he's, this is what I need. I need. I need. I need this conversation to happen in America, and I don't think. I don't know if we're going to have it uh, anytime soon. Which is, there are. There is a way that things are supposed to work. Which is, th- this type of report comes out. You. You are the Attorney General of the United States no. of America. He's Trump's Attorney General. That's my problem. That is yeah. my problem. But that, and, yeah. and, and, that, and that is the problem, is that when are we going to get back as a collective that people are, when they get the job, you are no longer Democrat, you're no longer Republican. Well, they did until now. Because these are all career, you know, you look at these people who've been in these offices for years, career diplomats and career, career um, politicians and bureaucrats, yeah. rather, um, inside of government jobs. And, and this administration is the one that had drew this, if you ever said anything negative about Trump, you're out in the line. And I actually don't think it's chaos that mm-hmm. does it. I think the reality is that this is, a gov- this is a cabal that wants to shut down anyone and anything that might create the slightest bit of friction in its path to totalitarianism yeah you know so I, I, it's not it's never been surprising to me that they haven't replaced or found people right. for all of these positions because these are departments they put everybody the first cabinet picks mm-hmm. they put in cabinets where each of those people almost all of them um except for um ben uh carson because he doesn't he wasn't awake right. but everybody else these were people who actively said that the department they were about to head shouldn't exist yes and so this is a tear it down. Yeah. 
And and to act like it isn't happening, that's my problem. It's the head in the sand moment for us as Americans. Well, I just I and, feel like the media, like a lot of the mainstream media, they just don't like they're they're now they're waking up to this and I'm like this, this weird and I get on some level the um maintaining your contacts and all that within uh an administration, but what I'm really, really sick of is that the, giving these people the benefit, not even just the benefit of the doubt, but imbuing them with thoughts that you can't possibly know whether or not they have. Yes, had. I can't prove, because here's my problem. What, I can look at their actions. Who, what, gives, what gives him the right to redact for Congress? You can, we can there have There are elected representatives. <laughs> That's the Excuse first me. article of our Constitution yes. that illustrates that body's power. He has no right to determine what they see. No, no. But if you, if we keep acting like the only way we can deal with things is to talk about them in that room yeah like that that's the problem to me is Mm -hmm. that and i'm i'm a huge advocate for you know do it stand up fight say we're not gonna do no yeah and for me go over there and get it go get it go get it and all y'all walk over there all of y'all and say where's the damn report yes do we need to take it to kinko's fedex what's up Like, because I'm like, no, we need it. And then I hand everybody 10 pages and be like, read your 10 pages and then we'll meet up. Yeah. Like, because it's, it's, no, absolutely not. The the concept of somebody who's been appointed making decisions over an, a, an entire branch of our government that's elected is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's m- why I don't like the Supreme Court. Yeah. Essentially. But, um, you know what? A lot of things are going to change. Uh, but you know what? Well, the, the big change over this weekend, you know, what I love is, is that Trump called her on her day off, Christian Nielsen. Had her come in. Yeah. Had her come in, and she thought she was going to. She had a little, you know, she, the rumor, the, the mm. press has reported that she had like some new ideas right like she was ready with her like let me tell you something Christian I've been in that conversation oh I've you know like, she was I, walking around I, her bedroom practicing <laughs> you, know, you know President Trump I know I've, I've, I, you've been disappointed and I have too and here's some ways I think we can implement strategy one mm-hmm. you know like I, you know it she, oh she had it worked up she had it worked up and he was like oh you gets the bounce <laughs> you got and I, and I have to say that this is what it's with the bar. It's related to the bar thing in this way. So there is a bloodletting going on mm-hmm. at, in that department, Department of Homeland Security. Trump just just straight up denied it this morning. But I'm like, well, what do you call firing everybody? Everybody. But um, so but, uh, but she left. And then they I have to listen to these reports and particularly PBS NewsHour where I just got to say homegirl. What's her name? I can't think of her name right now. She gets on my nerves a lot. Mm-hmm. But because um, she's tense. I think she's a closet Republican because mm. um, she's really hard on the liberal. Mm-hmm. and like just accepts whatever the conservatives say Judy Woodruff right oh yeah so um she was she they, she and then I've heard other people throughout the day other mm-hmm. pundits and reporters talk about how Kirsten Nelson provided this pushback to Trump and and what, I'm like, what are you talking what? about what are you talking what? about? They're like, you know, internally she tried to push back. And when, you know, what was the line? Well, it's legality, clearly. But, you know, she was, and now he's going to put in somebody who doesn't push back. I was like, well, let's do that. Because this one was really fucked up. She was so maybe awful. not pushing back is the way to go. Because if that was an example of pushing back. Yeah, I know. I love, Nancy Pelosi uh, tweeted out. She said, you know, she says the fact that Kirsten Nielsen is resigning because she, quote, Residing because she is not extreme enough for the White House's liking is deeply alarming. Yes. That is because I'm gonna tell you something. I I am not quick to call a person a Nazi. 
No, I'm not yeah, quick. Not, I am not don't. quick to use that that verbiage. No. I am not quick to 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 hand that out as a moniker because it is very serious, of course, um, to me and to us. And you know, and, and just calling somebody a Nazi is not cool for me. But I was as close to as Frau to Frau she's a liar. As you can get. Yeah, she's a liar. She's immoral. She's bankrupt in every way besides financially. Um, And and quite clearly, I refuse to act like she had some sort of internal issue with working there. Uh, All we have is the evidence of her actually having not only no problem with it, but continually lying, having the president beat her up publicly and privately and still stuck it out. That's right. So to me... Because supposedly she was trying to... She had written up her... uh, her resignation letter, like back in May. Yeah, because she knew she knew then. But she didn't turn it in. Much she like on Survivor, when you don't use that that idol mm. one time and then you get voted out. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's she's evil and wrong. Really, everybody wrong. who had anything to do with putting babies in cages, and I'm talking from Trump on down to the ice the ice person who clamped his hands on the child. Yeah, all y'all are wrong, corrupt, and evil. Yep, and need to go. Um, they are breaking the law. They're breaking our laws as well as international laws, and they are directly lying. So I don't want to hear and that Kirsten had pushback. What I want to hear is that basically Trump's a sexist. I'm surprised any women got into this into any cabinet position. Yeah. So I get but it. She, the reason why she's there is John Kelly. Yes. So the And he's gone. And he's gone. So he's not there to protect her or move her up. So that's 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 her problem. But and they're gonna get no rid of, problem with this administration. No. No, 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 no. And in fact, the uh, now the, the person that I will call Trump's pocket Nazi mm-hmm. is Stephen Miller. Well, because he's a pocket Nazi. He's a pocket Nazi. He is a white nationalist. And uh, you've probably seen it, but the fact that Representative um, Omar, they've the, a day after they arrest a man for, for saying he was going to kill her, trying to, you yeah. know, having a plan to try to kill her, um, Trump is, you know, insulting her. And um, you've got people suggesting that her saying... Uh, her calling Steven, Steve Miller um, a white nationalist mm-hmm. is anti-Semitic. I don't. I didn't even know how we got from A to Q. Because this is the thing we're look, we're talking to people who don't know what letters are between A and Q. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure if you told Trump the alphabet is A Q S P Y X A. <laughs> there's two A's. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. then he would go, okay. Like they're idiots, but they're also evil, and they're focused, and they're right. One report was saying it earlier today. I think it was on um, Velshin Rule. They were saying from the moment Trump got into office, mm-hmm. enemy number one has been immigrants. Yeah. Absolutely. And be clear, this conflating and confusion surrounding people seeking legal asylum. These right. are not people who were trying to enter illegally, who wanted to enter illegally. When you close down, and in fact, the law says they don't have to come through the um, designated no. areas. But even if it did say that, they're forcing them to go to these well, other areas. And here's the thing. When, when Trump today set in that off, over office and, say, and said, Obama took children from their Oh, he their said family. his name so many times. So many times. I was like, did you just learn it or something? It was like, Obama this, Obama, Obama. He's just lying. So here's the difference. What the deal was, Trump created a zero tolerance policy which meant what was a misdemeanor when you crossed the border quote unquote illegally seeking asylum with your family wherever trying to get into the United States that was a misdemeanor they they pulled up those charges that's the crime and they made it a crime so therefore applying for asylum becomes a crime so that then since it's a crime we don't let in criminals so therefore you can't be granted asylum or residency of any sort right that's that and on What's top that, of it, it, it the Oribus the snake that eats itself i don't know yeah um something like that but um that what i find 
really annoying is that from the very beginning, Jeff Sessions, when he was here, uh, background, they were very clear and open about the fact that they were doing it as a deterrent. Yeah. That did not happen under the Obama administration. And exactly. let me also be clear, if it happened under the, under the Obama administration, you know what? If we could go back in time, I'd beat his ass for it then. Yeah. But we can't. Even if they did start, and you didn't stop it. No. You started it, you amped it up, and you made it a zero tolerance policy. Yeah. The reality is that they did start families having um, facilities for families in this mm-hmm. situation, and people felt like it was wrong, and it didn't work, and they just didn't really do much with it. Mm-hmm. But he is he is totally, you know, hyperbole that into, mm-hmm. but the fact that you, okay, every minute, he's responsible for everything in his mind being great, but whenever there's a problem, it's Obama. Right. Or Hillary. Yeah. So that shit alone is annoying. I just can't around this issue. We all know that Trump is stomping up and down that being like, oh, you need to separate these people from these babies. Absolutely. That's all he can. And, he, and he said it. Evil. He stated it. He stated it today uh, when the press was in his was in his, in his office talking to him. And he was like, oh, we're not planning to separate children from their families. I'm like, oh, really? Because I need, stopped it. Obama I stopped did it. it. I, I stopped, stopped it. it. But I told Angela earlier, we are inside of Stephen Miller's wet dream. And that makes me feel disgusting because, you know, in this country, in this world, in our reality, this person should not be in a position of power. No, he should not. He should never. He should never be near the White House. In fact, if the FBI was the wonderful organization so many people seem to think it is, his ass would be being monitored by FBI officials and and would not be allowed to come with on a tour yeah. of the White House. Yep. He has extremist ties. He is obviously and quite self-avowedly, I believe, mm-hmm. a white pride. Yeah, nationalist, and the fact that he has ranking, yes, and that that just is sort of blown over a lot. Like it's like, yeah, he's there, and this is probably his idea, but it's this. I, I think you know this refusal to call things what they are, right? Um, and for people to take them seriously, because I don't think it's a coincidence that Trump is also getting rid of the head of the Secret Service. No, I don't think that's a coincidence. Well, we were talking about. It, I was like, and and also people have not talked enough about this uh, Chinese nationalist trying to get into Mar-a-Lago with, with, all Mal- this malware. with malware and I she mean, had like something like three computers uh, a disk drive with malware some phones that were messed up a whole she had like a cadre <laughs> yeah she had a cadre of stuff oh my gosh yes yeah, she uh, she breached the so called security at Mar-a-Lago um, and had multiple electronic yeah. devices in the room including a signal detector yep. to detect hidden cameras another cell phone nine USB drives five SIM cards and several credit cards in her name mm-hmm. the malware found on her thumb drive began to install onto an agent's computer who described it as very out of the ordinary when conducting a criminal criminal analysis mm-hmm. so um, and if they had that connected to a network they're stupid yeah um this, the FBI has been investigating Zhang is her name, um, Yu Jing, I think, Zhang, as part of a Chinese espionage effort. So she not only does she get into Mar-a-Lago, but she gets into Mar-a-Lago with all this crap. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and what and, about her emails? Oh, exactly. I'm sorry, Francis. Exactly. And everybody who has been a part of the Secret Service, you know, they keep on saying, you know, because people ask the question, um, the reporters are asking the questions. Is this is is Trump going to Mar-a-Lago safe? And they're like, no, no, no. It's 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 a security. It's a huge security risk. And if I were people, and I'm gonna say it right now, 
Trump has his own security team. And as far as I know, he has never gotten rid of those people. Mm -hmm. They just stopped talking about it. Remember, we talked about it when it first came down that he had this other detail that was his own security people. I I don't know what's happened with that because nobody's reporting on it. And I, you know, hopefully if you guys know, write us at frangelo08 at gmail.com. But... I, when I look at the situation, I go, this man is getting rid of anybody around him yep. who could be, uh, who he doesn't think will do what or say what he needs them to do or say if they ever get called up yep. for some kind of testimony. Yep. And I don't think it's a coincidence that right after this woman and this thing goes down, there's something that they have been unwilling to do. Yep. Um, and this is the problem. We obviously, this is just another example of another thing we've learned where there's a little problem in our constitution in terms of clarity around yes. some issues. If the president is an, is is the most important single individual, not body, but single individual, yes. then the, that person doesn't have the right to decide how they're secured, in my no, opinion. That's no, our job. Because at the end of the day, they're not a specialist in security. No. You know, they're supposed to understand government and, you know, I'm not asking, I don't show up. Thank you. Don't bitch about somebody using a private email server to set up lunch with someone. Right. Um, when you are, you got Chinese spies in your hotel with you. Which for me, I go, if if I am a person and I'm setting up an operation, do you think I'm only going to send one person? No. Oh, trust. I think she was just re-upping whoever's there. <laughs> you know? You know? Do you think that they I'm got the wire running out of all those Mar-a-Lagos and we know it? One person? It's it's absolutely or do insane. I, or do I, do I do what drug cartels do, which is send pick, a bunch. Send a bunch. And this is the one I want you to pick out. Yeah. I want you to be focused on this one so the good ones can get through. There's a reason. Why they have? Oh my gosh! Why did I just lose the name of it? The presidential retreat, which oh, yeah. we Camp have. David. You have. They don't. I guess Camp David ain't good enough for him. Did they? They've been well, like once, right? Yeah, like they, early I on. Think, I, think, I think some other people in the administration go there because I know that they were but, just recently there. Because this is the deal: why they made Camp David. Camp David is so you can go relax without. Um, yeah. You can't really go relax. Mm-hmm. You're the president, and I'm, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel bad about it. It that you ran, nobody made you, um, except maybe your daddy Putin. But other than that, that's between mm-hmm. you and him. But uh, I look at the situation and I'm like, the, all of these things we need to really, again, call your representatives and senators constantly to the point where you hear their staff go, <sighs> I know. when you say your name. That's what I'm going for. I want the people in their office to be fatigued by you calling <laughs> to compliment and critique and keeping them on the ball at two zero two 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 four three one two one. Think of yourself as think of it as like taking a vitamin. Yep. Maybe pick a time every day at ten o five a.m. I'm gonna call up and say, "Good job, not a good job. Watch out for this." And that is the way. Um, that's one of the things. Plus, here's the deal: we're gonna have to um, march in a minute. I just yeah. want everybody to get their mind around it. Uh, yeah, and, and you got a little bit of time to get your shoes together. You're gonna, you're gonna need the. Here's the thing: we're gonna have we're, to we're make it clear to them that the bigger problem is us. <laughs> they're gonna like, have to give us the unredacted as as far oh, as they, yes. they they're gonna have to give up that unredacted oh, color coding report. Have you they've been yes, talking about today yeah. how Barr's gonna, he's gonna color code it? I was like, does he really think that we'll be blindsided by markers? Yeah. Ooh, it's orange. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, I wonder what the, I wonder what the mauve codes mean. I'm so sick of this. Here's the thing. Part of me wants to go there, go into Congress and be like, yeah, this is the problem with y'all. Mm-hmm. Conservatives. Somehow, because of the '60s peace movement, you got the idea that we progressives won't jump. No. 
let's do this in the street because yep. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of being treated like I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, like, dude, you've been screaming lock her up and you got a Chinese spy stand on 102. <laughs> like, I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. I mean, I We're am, not but crazy. not about that. We are not crazy. I can't with that. I can't, Francis. I know, but I'm done. I'm done. You know what? You're going to give me my report. I paid for it. I Thank want it. You. I want it. I want to. I want to see it. I, Amazon. Let me tell you something. Jeff Bezos can deliver it to me. Oh, that's nice. And there's only one thing I want even more than that. What? Trump's tax returns. Do you? Oh, Francis. And I. I have an actual and an emotional block, psychological block around taxes. Do you? As you know, as oh, you know I, know, I, I do. know. I know. I know. I know how yeah. you feel about it. It's. It's. I get scared. I, I get know. nervous. I haven't done anything wrong, but <laughs> I just feel like you know, like when you get pulled over and you're yeah. like, even though you know you didn't do anything, you know, and if maybe you were speeding, but you're like, huh, and of course there are other reasons for me being. Like, feeling that way around police but i dealing with the government and the irs makes me nervous know, you know and I it know. shouldn't in many ways um but because i have nothing to fear i don't really have anything <laughs> <laughs> so but it, it does freak me out and i look at this and i'm like i cannot wait because not only is the, and i really do believe that's why i don't the bar obstruction thing bothers me that's my number yeah. one reason because the fact that whether or not you know this whole concept they've alluded vaguely to the idea that well he didn't allude vaguely i think bar pretty much directly said um you know they didn't feel they had he didn't feel he, there was anything enough evidence right. on collusion but this was not an exoneration which says to me right you know and then he gave that that logic That's his of interpretation exactly then of he gave the law the logic of um if there's no underlying crime what were you obstructing well if you choose the only possible underlying crime as i think we've said this before as being Russian collusion and you didn't find evidence of that okay but I maintain that from and from the very beginning we've all all of you smart people out there mm-hmm. in sexy liberal podcast land all of us have known that Trump's biggest fear is that we would know how much or how little money he has that's right that's right and that where it comes from and and how he, and, and he because this is the thing this is somebody who quite clearly as and I'm sick of them saying this you know Jesse Smollett before he hasn't we still don't know what happened he had a day in court where all the charges got thrown out but that's all we really know um, they were all within hours of that every every network was saying faked faux right. liar and that hadn't been shown at all but when it comes to stuff we know is a lie in this administration we hear things like falsehoods other uh, person had to further what's the word like expand their answer yeah. like expand it out of the lie into truth well you know what here's my problem and i am you know what angela you know i am gentle with liars you know because i understand the reason why people lie you know what i mean yes you are she has a lot of empathy for lying i have a, I have a lot of empathy for and lying. I, I i don't as much no you don't at all <laughs> no um but what i will say is when a person has lied on a form that they're supposed to be honest and forthcoming about oh maybe a hundred times 200 times (laughs) when jared kushner has had to go back and correct a form to over 200 times i just use the word correct yes that um, but that's their yeah that's 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 exactly it that's exactly it because if i do that there's a woman in jail for voting and when she didn't in the wrong district yeah Serving yeah. years in jail. Oh, she can get a do-over. Speaking of serving time in jail, Lori Lachlan Hi, and Becky. her husband, Becky, got, they got a two-year plea deal offer. Two-year plea deal. I can deal. see them turning that down. Oh, I definitely see yeah, them and turning I know why, it down. They're arrogant, and they yep. think they can buy their and way, rich. and they can get their way out of it, and they don't want to serve any time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is the, hot, the uh, college cheating scandal, if, if you got a chance to see Felicity Huffman's 
apology. Yeah. It's appropriate. It's very appropriate. And, so, and, I, and I, am pro- I, I will say, um, whoever wrote it, good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of, because I was like, if I see the words, I love my child once. <laughs> you did I not say you, that. She's going to lose her mind. I was like, she's I will lose, mind, lose my ever-loving mind. And she doesn't, which she talks about is betraying her daughter. Mm-hmm. It's succinct and she's wrong. They're pleading guilty. But my view is, do the fucking full time. Yeah. Be the, McCain it. You yeah. know, go, you know what? No, I'm not leaving here in under whatever 10 months. Because yeah. I think it's like four to 10 months they're talking right. about. Um, for Felicity Huffman. For Felicity Huffman. But I get the feeling that Which Aunt for Becky. Me, 10 months and two years is for she. Well, this thing, first of all, they got 15,000. They spent a half a million. Well, this is the thing. I think that obviously there's more to their case. Yes. Um, and I think the more is, they probably have much better evidence too because her daughter's an idiot with that and is always doing these, you know, yeah, her Instagram, Instagram idiocy. Yeah. Tell her how she didn't even want to go to college. Yep. Um, and I, my guess is that they, my first guess is, first of all, they paid half a million. Yes. So, so I do believe that a lot of these charges have to do with amounts of money. That's what I'm thinking yeah. too. Yeah. I um, mean, that's true. That's true of everything. You know. So it's like that's when a crime becomes like if I steal five dollars from you, that's not necessarily the same level. It's not a felony. Yeah. The same. Well, depends if I use a weapon or whatever. But right. it's like not necessarily the same level of crime as if I steal, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. So um, she. My theory is that they have. First of all, they have them both. Second of all, they have them on more things. I'm willing to bet that they are conduits my guess is that they are people who connected other people yeah to this because we were, we were talking about this before and I, we may have said it here on the podcast forgive us sometimes we forget mm-hmm. about how you said it you were talking about how what the price difference between felicity huffman yeah and Aunt becky's kids is so extreme and i was like and then you told you said it you said well actually i bet you anything Felicity's going to bring them better people. Yeah. So she didn't have to pay as much. Exactly. So she's going to come with more clients. Exactly. Who are better. In, uh, in, you know, well, and you know what? And you know, Angela can tell you, I have, you know, I'm a bit of a maven for finding schools um, in the Los Angeles oh, yeah. area. And I have been to every fucking talk. Uh, go and visit a school. I can tell you've you hired from, a, a person. I've hired several people. Consultants. Consultants. Not like this. Not, not like, like this. this guy. They I've just hired, tell you how the system works and what schools are available. I've hired consultants. Available. You know, and, and I mean from the this is for top, public school too. From, from from private schools through yep. public schools. Yep. You know, because I ain't got no money, y'all, and I can't and I can't afford to spend uh, send a child to fifth grade for thirty two thousand dollars. No, in theory, actually, kind of that that's a, it's a ridiculous concept. But but many people now, do. I will say, Aunt Becky's children, they, at least that one daughter looks that stupid. Yes, that's that. That yeah. may just be what it costs to educate her. That, They're upset. Here's my problem. She's an adult. Here's my problem. When you have spent a half a million dollars on your child's education before they go to college, because mm-hmm. that's what uh, close to it, what you've spent from preschool through high school. And she's, I mean, I mean you went, she went to private preschool, but she's been in public, Abby, your daughter's been in public school since then, and th- there's been an a cost to that yes. from uniforms yeah. to you even going out of your way to try to make sure the classroom had the things it needed from buying printers for Absolutely. the teachers and all that Absolutely. but all just the, the the school she's currently at it's a great school and you love it but like they require a certain amount of fundraising right like Absolutely. they have to you know there are things that they need parents to do Absolutely. which is crazy My this school that we're at right now is as close to being a private school while being a pr- public school 
in, but, but not a charter school, which is weird. Yeah, but it's great. But I think it's great. It's all girl, which it's I think girl. is really, it's fantastic. really great it's the only one here in Los Angeles. And, um, but that being said, you know, when you're looking at, you know, how much money people have put into the, these children's educations at this point, and then and then the other money on top of that, for me, I'm like, why don't you just find, find a school, give a half a million dollars to get your kids in? Because well, that's what, what people do at Harvard. But this is the thing, and here's the lie. It's not because they love their children. It's because they love themselves. Yes. It's about status. They don't actually care that their child has the information. No. They don't really care if they have the degree, but what they can't stand is the idea that they didn't go to college. Like, they can't be in their milieu or without the being status. at dinner and, and not being She's able at to- Santa Monica Community College trying to get her grades up. No. Nope. No. Nope. They want the status, and it's gross. Yeah. They're gross it, it and vulgar people. It had to be USC. It had to be. It had, for them, for her and her husband. They didn't have enough money for, for Yale. No, or they didn't. Them. That, no. that's, as, that's as private, close to, they could get to, you know, Ivy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just, I th- to me, I hope they serve every day of it. Yep, yep, yep. Every day. And, and they don't get access to Botox. Ooh. Yeah, I mean it. No Botox. No hair dye. Can I, I'm sorry, and y'all forgive me, but I have to talk to my friend real quick during this podcast. What is going on with Gloria Borgia's face? I don't know what you mean. She, she, there's so much Botox in it, 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 it frightens me. <laughs> it frightens me, Angela. <laughs> oh my god it's crazy oh god I feel so I feel so bad I love her I love her but, you, but, but some but, people overdo it it's it's a lot also I think some a lot of these surgeries what you realize is that they take longer like you need to stay away for a while yeah you need a moment you and need I'm, a moment you know, do what you gotta do for you I'm not you know don't, you do, got, that. You have don't a do that don't do that don't do that to you I think you can go overboard yeah don't, don't do that know. to you uh, let me tell you something that's our final word don't do that to you don't do that to yourself don't do that to you don't do that to you just do it a little bit if you're gonna do it do it a little bit don't do it a lot okay <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. I knocked my pop screen. I'm sorry, Gail and Laura. Just a minute. <laughs> you should have seen. Okay, oh, Gail and Laura sent Gail us Laura pop so screens. So we put them on. We love you. We're so, we're, we're so careful today because we're trying really hard not to move. Knock the desk because we, we have a, But we're going to get it together. We're going to get it together. We got they, sent, they did everything. They sent tools. They sent pop screens. <laughs> This is the whole thing. Here we go. First up, this is from Jerry. Jerry says, this week's episode, he says, ladies. That's how he wrote it. That's how he wrote it, yeah. Uh, First of all, congrats on the big move. I'm so glad you're on a network that deserves you. We are happy. Thank you so much, Jerry. Um, I just want to say how much I adored this week's episode. Y'all are keeping me and my co-worker, Nate. He'd love a shout out. Hey, Nate. What's up, Nate? Yeah, you know how straight men are. Sane in these dark times. Ironically, after hearing the episode, a co-worker who knows me by face but not name pointed out that I wasn't smiling. She then walked up to me without permission (gasps) and pushed my cheeks up to make a smile. Ooh. Ooh, See, right here is where the story would get really dark for me, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, we feel your pain because that is, that is, that is, oh no, you did it. she did. I am not a doll, bitch. (laughs) Oh. He says, I am typically a happy and funny gay man, which means whenever I have a down day, which I often do as I am diagnosed with depression and anxiety. We love you, boo. We love you. You know, and aren't we all? I, I, um, I take the Xanax. 
I am consistently told to cheer up because, quote, I am supposed to be the one who makes everyone else happy. Fuck that. You know what, Jerry? I feel your, we feel your pain. Oh, yeah, that's it. We get the same thing. We feel your pain. I understand. For a decade, that sentence has been the bane of my existence. Certain people don't want me. They want a a stereotypical gay best friend that only exists to amuse them. Tell it, Jerry. Mm, mm. And it's demeaning and infuriating. Go ahead. Tell it It on the mountain. It really is. Tell it on the fucking mountain. So I was happy when the Abby stopped letting bachelorette parties be there. Yes. Like, no, no, bitch. You don't get to come up in here mm-hmm. for your bachelorette party. The, the Abby is our gay local bar. One of the many. One but of the many, but, yeah. but, a ha- but a hallowed. Yes, very hallowed. Like a, you know, a, what do you call it? Like sort of a center of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He says, uh, as a cis uh, white man, I'll never be able to fully comprehend how much how much women have to deal with this but I know when that woman puts uh, put her hands on my face I felt embarrassed and enraged and that was one time not a cons- consistent uh, constant I'm sorry stream of bullshit like many women face we as men need to make sure we're listening to how our actions are being received by women not just stating our intentions but those two are not because those two are not the same y'all are the queens of comedy and podcasting don't never let anyone tell you different oh jeffrey thank you p read his p.s it says p.s i was born in 88 but my spirit felt the blizzard of 79 (laughs) i know exactly what francis is talking about thank you oh that blizzard but you know what but but to to your point i completely we understand we know we We understand you know we understand it as black women and we understand it as comedians as well. Yeah, people really, you're not allowed to. And I, it's just, it's, it is it is infuriating. And what's really, the, the thing that even makes it worse, where I go from infuriated to just apoplectic mm-hmm. or whatever, is like when the person acts like your reaction to that is, is, just, inappropriate. is, is inappropriate. Like, yeah. hey man, I just want you to be happy. I'm like, no, you want me to look happy. Yeah. If you wanted me to be happy, you would shut up and leave. Yes. That would be a big step in me being happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Thank you. Next up. <laughs> this is from Aaliyah T. Thank you, Aaliyah. And the subject line is shit mugs and desks. Yes. Hi, ladies. Love you so. We love you too. Love you too. Oh, my God. Wash your, I have to swear now, wash your fucking dirty ass hands, people. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, no, this is sad, this is not cool, but her daughter got a horrible illness called shigatoxin, or sh- I'm not sure if that's yeah, how that sounds shigatoxin. Good. Shigatoxin. Um, no one else in our family got it because we wash our fucking hands. <laughs> she got it from some other dirty child, grown or on, not, who was shitty. Literally. This shit can kill you it can destroy your kidneys and they wow. cannot give antibiotics or anything for it fluids thought and prayers that's it she recovered yay that we're very happy to read that kidneys and all but shit can kill yeah. so psa part two wash your damn hands <laughs> thanks for sharing uh, Aaliyah from albuquerque yes wash your fucking dirty ass hands everybody and, oh my god and also oh my god. i've said this before francis i think we need to move away from handshaking you say it all the time. Yeah, as a culture, I think you it's time it to just time. move away from that. You do not want to shake people's hands. Well, because hands. this is the thing. They cover their poo. I'm <laughs> trying, you know what I mean? I don't want to get the sugar, the sugar virus. I'm not trying to be sugar toxic. You don't want the sugar toxin. I want the shit toxin. The shit toxin. I don't want that. <laughs> you don't want the shit toxin all over me. I don't, don't know where you've been. You don't want that. I would rather have a dog lick in my mouth, and you know I don't want that. I know, but it happens all the time at my house. It does. And whenever I'm not looking, when those dogs are just coming up to me and licking me in the mouth. It's hilarious. 
Yes. Yeah, she's right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Burn It Down is from Joanne P. She says, hi, guys. So excited for the sex, the new Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. All you guys are amazing and must be her. Thank you, Joanne. So I was catching up on my podcast, and I caught the part where someone mentioned uh, Trump being elected, reelected. No, that will not stand. Thank you, Joanne. She said, I don't know who said it, Angela, but I'm with you. If that happens, just let me know when the burning begins, and I will hop on a plane from Boston, and I'll be there. Burn it down! Anyway, you guys rock. Keep fighting the good fight. Joanne from Boston. Joanne, I will let you know, because I can't... No, 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 Like we said, it was the last week we said it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, please don't say that to me. I know. Please don't say, you know, if Trump gets... Please don't say that to me. I can't. I, here's my problem. I, I, I understand. We have to. We here's the thing. I'm not we, saying don't prepare, but well, I can't yeah. hear it. <laughs> you can't. Okay, you can't hear it. You can't hear it. And here's if you're doing problem. that work, scut- scurry away when I walk in the room. <laughs> here's my problem. The, my problem with the whole situation, Angela, is is that if we do not prepare for that potentiality, we're not we're not really ready. Oh, I am prepared. I'm checking what's flammable and what isn't. <laughs> okay. And I'm not calling for anybody to do anything, but I'm letting you all know yeah. that if something like that even looks like it's going to happen, you should alert the authorities to wherever I am okay. because I'm going to lose it. my you shit. And while it. I may get off for being mentally crazy, <laughs> which I know is not the right term, right. disturbed, what I can tell you is this can't happen. I know. That I know. cannot happen. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to work on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Everybody, make sure you register to vote. Get other people registered to vote. Make sure that you are putting pressure on your state legislatures to get paper ballots and to not buy Ivanka's voting machines. And uh, that we and to put pressure on your, legis- your state legislatures and governors and everything, everyone, to pass bills that say that until we can get rid of this electoral college, that the votes have to mi- line up with the popular vote. Because we did win the last election. So let's stop that lie. You're right. And now it's time for Resistance Wrap-Up. Oh, feel the peas. Uh, This week, coming up here April 11th through the 17th, is Black Maternity Health Week. Yay! You are probably also not aware that this month is actually considered National Minority Health Month. Wow! I didn't know that. I didn't know that. April? Um, Exactly. Hmm. Did not know. Right after... um, uh, that women's horrible month? Ho- women's month and that horrible horrible black history month yeah uh, that was the so worst black history month the ever. worst ever the worst ever my 50 um so there are a lot of great organizations but once in the more than 30 this the, uh, there's news today about this but more than 30 democratic representatives including members of leadership have already joined this caucus uh, uh for black maternal health caucus um and it's it's a really big deal because you may not be aware of what happens but um Minority women. The statistics around are twenty six point four deaths per one hundred thousand births, and I can tell you that um, when I was giving having giving birth, having a C section, bleeding out, it it is. I was like, oh my goodness, I could have been one of those. And this is the thing: you don't have to die from that. Like it's um, basically the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimates that sixty percent of the fatalities uh, during birth can be prevented. Sixty percent. Black women are four times as likely to die from pregnancy-related causes than white women. Um, there are lots of great organizations. We'll talk about more of them in the future, but right now, um, a shout-out to my sister for, for hipping us to this organization, Erica McCotty McPhail West, um, the National Birth Equity Collaborative. I want you to check them out, National Birth Equity Collaborative, and um, donate to them, see about their terms of actions and things that they propose in order to address the the 
all women, yeah. all mothers, you know, the fact that in, in the United States of America, it's just unconscionable that this is going on, but that in, in the, um, the communities that are disproportionately affected also, that we look at the root causes, what's happening, and address it. So this is a great organization, and it's this week, yep, April 11th through 17th. So please, again, the National Birth Equity Collaborative. Check it out. We want to say thank you to Gail and Laura, our incredible producers. They are the reason why you are listening to they us. They are the reason. Right now okay um they have done like literally everything we want to thank uh chris lavoy over at the stephanie miller um show he is a, a wonderful producer and everybody at the sexy liberal podcast network thank you for all your hard work it's stephanie miller and everyone and remember and the mooks and the man and who's gonna kill stephanie and jane and Fred. and also we remind you to get our comedy album resist yes and once again as it, check out the sexy liberal podcast network go to stephaniemiller.com and support all of these shows as they come out so we can rock and roll this. Yes, I'm Francis Gallia. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. <laughs>